that look up in your eyes I've got it too So this ain't no real surprise You know it's the right place At the right time With the right mood In the mood lights I'll show you better than I can say You feel a force A pull That red Not gonna lie There's been a lot of music that has been going on lately. It has been a tremendous amount I try to be abreast. As soon as I saw Xavier or has some shit, I have not given a fuck. Like I've tried to listen to other shit. I've been listening to the shit in the gym. I listen to the shit driving. I don't care about it, and I want to. I want to give a fuck about other uh, music, other shit people are doing. I get around to it, but for now, nigga, fuck y'all. Man. Y'all go listen to some motherfucking uh, Xavier Obar, and you're welcome. If you knew, then yes, man, we are together. If you didn't. Get to it. Get on it. What do you? What the fuck is the problem? What are you waiting on? Yeah. I mean, that, that's just like I'm starting to recognize. Like, you you ever had the moments where like your your old head uncle when you were little? Like, why is nigga always playing slow jams? Why yep. are they always? And now we at that age where it's like it makes sense. Like this is I just got off work music for our age group, for like millennials that are now approaching halfway to midlife i guess depending on when you plan on dying I mean, that's up to you. I mean i don't plan on dying anytime soon so if you're like it's a midlife crisis you're 35 shut up yeah no it's not like it's just the shit makes me feel good like i'm right yeah like i'd be like i like chilling i like being in a good vibe i don't you know i'm here for the clearly you know i'll play side baby and heartbeat i'm here for the hit a motherfucker but right. that's not sustainable for me for a long time not all the time no it'll be like oh like even like once again, I just use the gym reference. Like if it's heavy or if I'm doing something that requires a lot of fucking energy or whatever, I'll play it for that particular set or this series of exercises. Then I will really cut this shit back on because I'm just in a chill mood. Like chill is a consistent vibe for me that I try to maintain now, and I really right. really dig it. And not even thinking about of not okay. How can I say this? I don't want to sound like a, a, a hippie, earthy, basic no, bitch. Because you know, that's where we're headed. You can take your time and co- coordinate those thoughts. Because that's a thing. I, I had to think. I had to think about it. Because everybody talks about the vibrations and all that. But when you think of music and, and, and sounds and energy, how vibration affects your body really is a thing. I don't want to say that to be on, on the wave of talking about vibration. Hurts people. No, no, fuck it. I'll, I'll back you because I, li- I listen. Yes, I listen. every day, every day. Like, you can look through my YouTube history. It's all Hurts music. I listen to it when I go to sleep. Same. I listen to it when I meditate. Same. I listen to affirmations when I do my stretching and yoga. So not to be on this wave of, of earthiness that a lot of people tend to be on to make themselves feel also better spiritually than others. No, this really is a practice for me. But as far as vibrations and music, things like this do help your mood. Mm-hmm. As a like, now don't get me wrong. As far as new music is concerned, I had a, a, a day or two where it was I, Benny the Butcher was it was Man. it was in my eardrums, Man. and I just felt like, oh okay, I got to get my grind together because I feel like punching somebody in the mouth. Him is, and that Gibbs track, yeah, Any, anything Gibbs touches, but the, I digress. Most definitely, but as far as my vibration getting back to like, okay, hold on, wait a minute, wait mm-hmm. a minute, let me let me decompress a little bit, let me. So this this is I understand. I'm at I'm at old head uncle age like og age to where i need some smooth riding in the car 
even my nephew, like he didn't came to my house recently to visit when well, my sister came to visit and that nigga's four. So he can't, <laughs> he can't do shit by himself, <laughs> but she came to visit on my birthday. Actually, she brought him by. And as soon as he walked in, I said, uncle, uncle, why are you playing music? Like what is, cause he's used to when I play this or I have my sister play this for him, it's bedtime. Mm-hmm. Like he knows just lay down, relax time. He's like, why are you playing music? You going to sleep? I'm like, no. This is my all-day thing. Just kind of explain them to it. But even he knows what's up. Like, OG uncle status. Uncle got some soft-sounding and smooth playing in the background. Damn near all day. That hurt shit was dangerous. I'm like, the first time I really was like, okay, let me. I, like, I thought I had got, like, hit. I slept so hard. <laughs> yeah, that shit is like, do it, people. Like, yeah, that shit is. Try it. Yeah. Try it. Like, actually look up different hurts. Not hurts. H-U-R. T just type eight Z in your, just, in your um, yes cause, cause no the there's YouTube. there's gonna be somebody that's going to type it in <laughs> literally think this don't hurt at all like I just you know you got to think for some people not to say that all of our listeners are stupid we we know that all of you are extremely intelligent because Beautiful you tune in people. and listen to us you are wonderful people with functional brains <laughs> we thank you we love you but there are some stragglers out there that may not necessarily get what we're saying so not hurts like it it hurts but hurts as in like vibrations sounds somewhere around like maybe 400 to 500 maybe 600 that's where you need to be there's some lower and higher than that but mm-hmm. on average that's where you need to be just to kind of let you know you're welcome you are welcome so with that and the wonderful vibrations of Xavier Omar. Welcome to Just a Dope Ass Podcast here on this lovely Thursday evening. It's really dark outside. That means it's daylight saving time this weekend on Sunday at 2 a.m. Don't forget to wake up at 1.58 and turn your clock back. Your That's, phones will do it for you. Exactly. I just want to be an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be forgetting. Oh, shit, look at this. I got to wake up and turn my... No, you don't. Look at technology. I remember those days, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't. Grandma, remember to set that clock back. We don't have to do that anymore, so that's wonderful. But daylight saving time starts or ends, whichever one it is. I forget. Fall, fall back, spring forward. Mm-hmm. We're going in just no. We're going in the fall, so fall back. So yes, fall back this upcoming Sunday. But so far, right now, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to us. Hope you're having a wonderful day. If you're not, hopefully we can say something to you to brighten your day, make you feel better, something to make you laugh, something to make you go, hmm. Definitely that one. I'm hoping we get that one. We definitely hope that there's a lot of hmm going on today because we like to make people use that thing inside their skull called the brain. It like controls everything inside your body if you allow it to. Sometimes you don't. Even if it's under... Blonde, poorly kept dreads. We want you to use it. You can finish. Put that in. The, put that in the pocket. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're sir, <laughs> sir. We're gonna get to you. We're gonna get to you. Actually, you know what? That leads to my quote of the day. Lovely. We're just, just. We're gonna start this out right now. What's it called, folks? Fucking synergy. Synergy. Why? The theme for today. Your team defines you. That's my quote of the day. Your team defines you. Whoever you align yourself with, mentally, physically, emotionally, socially, those type of people define who you are. Whether you think you are like them or not, if you are giving your time to them, your energy to them, and your attention to them, it's probably because you are like them. So with said people like Mr. Carter, sir, you are making our last name look bad, doing certain things that don't start. 
And if I'm not mistaken, he's an October baby like me oh, as well. So he's just, shit. I don't, I, don't I think he's at the end of October. He's one of them Scorpios. I don't think he's a Libra. Balance. Good balance and shit. I'm trying to make this work. I know. I'm trying to make it work too because if I'm not mistaken, he is a Libra, but I was just trying to say face for us because we normally do extremely well, but. I, the shit side of the scale. Yeah, I don't. Well, Mr. Carter, we'll, you're one of the people that we're going to get to today later on, but unfortunately, yeah. So yeah, your team defines you, people. Your team, speaking of teams, shout out to the Dodgers for winning it. That's that's two in L.A. Man. Two in L.A. We're, we can celebrate that. As far as teams defining you, our teams define us here in L.A., and we are the city of champions, in case anybody was wondering. I was shout waiting. out to Inglewood. I was waiting who was going to do this evil, just crazy shit first um and it was tds and tangents like i just was waiting who was gonna make the fucking statement versus like and it was like a meme and it was like you know lakers champions dodgers champions then it was like side eye rams and it's like don't do that to them like, yeah don't just, don't put that pressure on them to shit like the rams just got their new niggas, stadium niggas didn't even fucking think about the churches you niggas is fucking rude well not not just that, because nobody mentioned the Kings either. Wow. Nobody mentioned the Kings. I haven't heard a peep about the Kings, which the Kings, is y'all, y'all got to get y'all shit together, what, too. I don't know what season, like, or when hockey, I just kind of see it, but I don't ever, I'm not really up to date on, like, hockey If I'm not mistaken, season. hockey ended, or is, damn, I forgot. Because everything is thrown off because mm-hmm. of COVID, so I'm a little, I'm a little off right now, to be but, honest with you. Side note, I mean... If niggas want to have, like, a fucking, I don't know, somebody should speed back, but I don't really care. If you want, like, a, you know, I feel like a, what's it called? A sport that you could just knock motherfuckers out in. I didn't know how much money hockey motherfuckers is making. They make a buku money. Most of it is for dental work because all they teeth be getting knocked out. I never understand why they don't just upgrade the masks unless you just like toothless niggas. Because it's not fun. I guess so. I mean, you still sliding across and knocking my fuck. But anyways, I just remember like years ago they were following like one of those fucking teams that like did like you know the Stanley Cup motherfuckers or whatever, and the motherfucker's house was like a James Bond house. Once again, no fronts. Like his know. shit was fucked, but he put on like a fire suit and it was like one of these shits. It was like an elevator for his car. It was some weird way out shit. And I was like, these motherfuckers play. I have no idea if the motherfucker walked in this room right now. I wouldn't know who he was. But Ball it was up. like hockey. I was like, damn, niggas aren't even. You could shit. I wish I'd have known about hockey because, for the simple fact is, you could just beat these niggas the fuck up. I'd you, have, yeah, I'd have been the pure epitome of that fucking Cedric the Entertainer joke. It'd have been a nigga out there skate without a stick. I just get to hit any one of these niggas. Yep. Oh man, who fucking? I'm not gonna score a fucking thing. I'm gonna be, hey, <laughs> gonna mighty mighty ducks, to- Smash Brothers style. Like my my number one job is just to come out here and be an enforcer and just check people. That's all I got to do. Just knock people against the glass. I, that's that's what you're paying me millions of dollars to do. As long as I can skate well enough to not fall and knock somebody off their feet at least twice a game, that's it. I don't have to score ever. Lovely. That is a wonderful job. Man. That is a wonderful job. I'm risking my teeth and I have to watch my ass from flying pucks and whatnot. But we for the look, most part, I'm okay. It can't look no worse than these niggas in Atlanta with these big tile teeth. So you can just replace them. <laughs> Little Scrappy, you started that trend. At least yours wasn't as terrible, but you started the trend way back because you got the actual teeth as opposed to the grill like everybody else. And since then, 
Dude, it's just getting the person who really has thrown me and word to all the work he's doing, making us economically sound and shit. But Dr. Boyce Watkins was walking around. He was some new teeth. And he couldn't invest in your puns. And I was like, Dr. Boyce, what, where was your investment skills with these teeth? <laughs> Shit was wild. That nigga got the double XL pair. It was crazy. Yeah, don't do that. I, that's one thing I don't size understand. Can you down? I don't know how that shit works. I don't know how it works. And fortunately for me, I don't have to know. And I, I, I believe <laughs> that I will never have to know what it's like to get dentures. But from some of the older people that I've seen with dentures, you don't have to get them that big. You don't. I don't know why people do. But you don't have to get them that big. I don't understand it, but what whatever floats your boat. At least you're taking care of your teeth. There's a whole lot of people out there with tons of jewelry and such that ain't took care of nan dentures. Like nigga said, I want my teeth thick. Like, <laughs> I can understand. Even like Young Thug, even Young Thug had braces at one point in time to fix his teeth. Like when he first started getting big, I don't understand. Like why? Why do you want yuck mouth? Like you shouldn't want yuck mouth when you have enough money to it not be yucky. Like but, you don't have to. I don't get it. I don't get it. But that kind of ties into motherfuckers. Just because just you have money doesn't mean you, I don't know, think well or know how to think. Because your team defined you. And all of you wanted synergy to have the same chain within the crew. But nobody told you, hey, yo, bro, like, you can go to the dentist now. Like, if you're going to spend a hundred, I'll spend a rack on my, you, okay, that's great. You can spend a hundred racks on your teeth. But you didn't tell them, hey, fix some shit while you in there before. Like, you didn't think of that? That's, even, that's not a thing to you? Even beyond teeth, because I'm taking this back to to Little Wayne. It's just that, even because before, before we started, there was a clip. I was trying to divert away from. It's not about you. It's not about him. It's, not, it's not about, he's just it's making, not about he's the He's making our name. It's look just bad, that God particular individual of, who knows? It's, it's, it might be a whole different set. It was a weirdo. But anyways. Is the clip you played beforehand, which is like his justification, which is like from a, you know like an interview or some shit years ago, where he was like, "A white man saved my life, a white cop," and it yeah. was just like you cannot, like the line, like the mode of thinking that this one event is somehow representative of actual factual like cops do bad shit, kill black people at a disproportionate just it, it is what it is racism exists like all like all of these things even you even when niggas be like you know white men ain't never done no terrible shit to me mm. niggas in the hood do shit to me it's like well once again how you go about thinking about this in this micro event where this person actually might have been the person to put their hands on you but in the macro the entire reason you niggas are stuck in these conditions is in no small part to racism and white supremacy and systemic racism so and you being a motherfucker who you can go to fucking some country I can't even pronounce, perform to millions, with that much perspective that you would think from having that type of access and, and viewpoint on the world would still come back and your and your views are this fucking big about certain issues. It's like, well, fuck, man. Like, what? How exactly? What is this? There's a lot that goes on or doesn't go on right in this thing up here. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be fair. I will be fair. And and based on the analogy that you're given, I will try to defend that yes. in a split second. <laughs> in a split second. I just, somebody commented, hopefully I don't need dentures one day. Hey, gummy. 
and it's a lady folk. For women, that's actually not a bad thing if you need dentures and you can take them out from a male perspective. I'm sure that suck me to the moon. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure needing dentures as an older woman might be an advantage for you because you can just. Man. But that's that's a whole nother situation. So going back to the whole analogy of Wayne, I can buy. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. You, you, you should have expected no better from me. I'm sorry. But as far as Wayne being able to travel to multiple countries. So if you can travel outside of America and most of the people that are providing you this money and this, this fame and this notoriety and they're supporting you are people that are not looking like you, then I can understand why your perspective would be that, oh, no. Based on me traveling the world a million times over, I haven't seen racism because all the people that support me and love me and want attention for me and buy my albums and give me money to give me this hundred million that I have, have been people that are not brown skin like me. So on that perspective, I can understand, but, <laughs> but you're also a little Wayne, sir, so. I mean, anybody of brown skin, you can go to the most racist parts of Germany and be said famous black person and they're going to treat you nicely. But if you go there as a regular individual, it's, yeah, it's not going to be the same treatment. Kind of like what happens here. Like, hmm, like you're cool as a black person or a person of color that may not identify as black. You're cool as long as you have a benefit to me. Or you are a person of wealth of some sort that I can benefit from. But as soon as you are a regular, oh, you just regular black? Yeah, we don't give a fuck about you. That sounds about right. And that sounds like, I guess, correlating like brains and like perspectives on even the people who give me money and shit like that. Listening this week, um, big, big, you know, holy shit, it's uh, it's happening. So Joe Rogan interviewed fucking um, Kanye, Kanye West. And yeah, it was like, you know, fucking the world comes to all. This is the greatest shit ever. But it was pretty good. And it was good, I would say, for reasons I didn't think, because I really thought Kanye, I mean, Kanye did give like quotables, but I thought he was going to just like, you know, ramble and rant on. But just getting into like different angles that he took on this interview, specifically just to tie into the little one thing about music and even what you just said. From a Kanye perspective, even how he's been going off on the music industry now, it's like, yes, these are the people that give me money, but now I'm to a certain point or standard as a Kanye where I guess even he said, like, you know, he talked about his ego, but this is where, like, ego might come into something that does <clears throat> a positive for him because he was like, I don't own anything. I don't own my masters. Somehow I'm in debt. Like, these contracts are built, you know, to basically rape the artist. So it's like, at what what exactly are you gaining except for, hey, we gave you this much money on paper, but we're taking so much from you on the back end. So really, what did they give you? Right. But that kind of t- like that. And then like it was kind of him and Joe were going to having a conversation which really intrigued me because it was like they got into how Kanye speaks and how his shit gets misinterpreted. And he was basically kind of along the lines of he he described it as like in so many words people are black and white thinkers and in my mind it's like a barrage of colors and it it takes him a minute i guess to you know 
I guess, find the proper wording to really get all of these ideas out. And he's like, it's crazy because when you're talking to people, people kind of, you know, want to discuss things in a very minute, very simple, shallow level. And he was like the depth with which he thinks not to just kind of give Kanye a pass for things he said, but he did address certain conversations. He was like, you know, I think on a deeper level and to a certain degree, I was like, I kind of believe this nigga. Like not that I give him a pass for the wild shit he said, but he was like in context, a lot of the shit I said or say is taken out of context. He did talk about the bipolar shit or whatever and how that like kind of curbs or fires out, you know, he'll just say some shit, right? but it does kind of get misconstrued and I'll get to that in a bit, but mainly just to the little Wayne point is kind of tying into the depth of, with, of which Kanye thinks. If you're looking at both of them, it's like Wayne's talking about, I get money. The people who give me money are white. They're great to me. Where Kanye's like, they give me money, but they take so much from me on the back end because right. I have the depth to view this in its totality. And it, you know, on a macro scale as opposed to microtransaction, they gave me money. Nigga. Which is just <clears throat> two, it's conflicting perspectives within the same space. So just like you and I could sit and have these conversations Week to week, we can have conversations with our peers week to week. We are all within the same circles. Do these conversations get had the same way in those types of circles? Like not just like, I mean, you think of A-list, B-list, C-list, artists, actors, whatever. Kanye and Lil Wayne are, they're up there when mm-hmm. it comes to money and fame and within the situation of, of music. Like you guys are revered a lot. So do those types sit together and have conversations about this thing? Because I think it is, you guys are high-level artists for a reason. Because you think differently than the average. You can create differently than the average. Which uh, I know the part that you were talking about as far as Kanye is concerned with him him kind of using the analogy to explain his thinking is like a symphony, correct? Mm-hmm. Like, like I hear all these different instruments and I have to try to compile them together into a composition to have everybody else understand them because they can only hear this one dimension. I can hear all these multiple dimensions, which I understand. I kind of go through the same thing personally. Yeah, like when you think of things on a deeper level, sometimes you're going to say something that makes absolutely no sense to somebody that's thinking on a surface level, which... <clears throat> To defend him in some regards, a lot of the things that he has said, it's been inflammatory, but I've also had conversations with people like, if you really pay attention to what he said, this is what he means. That's one thing where I thought Joe Rogan did a good job is like where if I had to put like a tear out my ass analogy, people want it to be like, you know, from your house freeway, get to the city. That's how this conversation. Right. But Kanye needs the scene. You got to give him time. Yeah. He can how he was talking. He went. Like when he got like even at the start of it, it was one moment moment where he was talking legitimately for like 15, 20 minutes straight. But from the beginning to the end, once you got to the end, it was like, oh, all that shit really was necessary. Could he maybe have put it together? Who knows? Of course. But the way he put it all together, I was like, oh, that makes sense. But if you had to chop that shit at any moment and just put it out there, it would have been wild inflammatory yes. potentially. The translation would have been lost. Because, like, again, when you're when somebody like that is presenting certain topics to and no disrespect to most people that are listening, but we are the average audience. We're of average intelligence. We look at Kanye and you've had the, the talks of him throughout time saying, oh, he's a genius. He's this. He's that. If he is a genius and we have revered him as a genius, when he speaks of something and you are not of genius level thinking, of course, it's not going to make sense to you. That's true, and that's one thing he talked about, which even made me think about, okay, just basic example, like, everybody knows 
genius, the first time you first person you think of, Einstein. Right. Almost maybe like the sacrifice of being a genius is you lose some of the regular shit that we take for granted day to day. Like it said that like Einstein couldn't tie his shoes. He couldn't tie a tie. He couldn't, no matter what the fuck this motherfucker did, those were things that he struggled with. And it's like, okay, was he really like lack lacking or was it that maybe the way his brain worked? I am some, I'm at full capacity on fucking physics and whatever that I, I have to lack in this. Maybe I have to lack in this area or shit. Even fucking like just for theory <clears throat> sake, Stephen Hawking, fucking brilliant, amazing individual body was like completely racked and suffered from a disease right but like my brain is made to function on a level that i might sacrifice at some at some level i'm just completely pulling this out this theory out my ass but um it's something had to something had to deteriorate at some point for your intellectual capacity to be able to continue to incline i'm, I'm glad you mm. point that out because i was about to be completely immature with that i'm sorry i mean in was, my mind oh in, no yeah like i thought about it Okay. I saw the smirk and I was like, uh, yeah. mm. I thought maybe. I wanted to, I wanted to, but I'm not going to. I'm not going so to. So to tie that into Kanye, like when he actually, once again, like with a Joe Rogan space, I feel like Kanye, for his own betterment and maybe like you said, for the team around you, not limit him speaking, but he should only be able to speak in moments where he can have the floor for an amount of time that allows him to gather these thoughts. Because him sitting there, I don't know if he was having, like, his good Wheaties that day, because he did admit to, like, being medicated and shit like that. But, and, you know, that, and they kind of alluded to, yeah, nigga, like, I'm, you know, bipolar, this is a thing, and that might be his thing that I have to sacrifice fucking regulated emotions in order to have my brilliance. But in a moment where you are accepted, you feel comfortable, he was like calmly correlating his thoughts and Joe was giving him the space and time to go, okay, man, let this shit kind of go. And he was like, nah, that makes sense. And then he was able to kind of like package what he said. He's like, you're not really like crazy. He said something along the lines of you are somebody who, which this term blew me. And is like maybe my favorite part of the whole thing is you are somebody who deconstructs and reconstructs systems. And that was kind of in the conversation in regards to him going for presidency, right? which this conversation made me kind of, I don't take back any of the inflammatory things I've said about not wanting Kanye to be president. But this conversation did change how I go about stating that. Because the way Kanye thinks is kind of beautiful because it's like in the artist realm of like, even when you think of like a prince, why can't we do that? Why right. can't we have sustainable energy? Why can't we whatever? Why can't we <clears throat> build flying cars? Why can't we have Wakanda? That... Even when he says he's like not a president, like a leader, like a person that could just lead, like getting even rid of like the whole thing. He had this whole conversation about, you know, every 20 years, you know, industry changes, the tech industry changes, music industry is like, but our political system has literally been the same. It It has has not changed changed at all. So when he, that just brought me to the point of Kanye could never be president now because in order for Kanye or a Kanye type thinker to work you would have to literally dismantle and remake this thing into a whole new thing Right. the only you have to have you know like you have to be you can't have a symphony for this to work you have to have maybe a skewed structured thinking like with structured thinking that kind of helps with the masses but you can't have these betterment of all thoughts in the system that we have now which is unfortunate but that made me realize like oh that's why he can't be president it's not just because you're not political per se 
for what you want to work, you would have to dismantle politics as we know it, I think. Which is necessary. I don't know if that's his direct approach to doing it, but it's necessary. And I think part of him really does understand that that's what needs to happen. And I think most of us understand that's what needs to happen. But for today's climate, we are in a society where trolling can make you famous. Trolling can make you rich. Our president is a troll. We've had artists become top selling artists because they are a troll. So him being somewhat of a troll and somewhat of a disruptor of, in this sense, that may be what's needed. I, I'm not really trying to do this, but I'm just trying to troll the system and I'm trying to disrupt the system to help people understand how we need to approach it differently because we continue to approach it the same way it's been approached. It's not going to work. So even with him running, I may not be running necessarily to win. I'm running really to remind you that you don't have to feed into this two-party system. There are multiple parties that you can invest in, but we're only paying attention to two. And I'm doing whatever I can to take attention away from those two to remind you, hey, you have other choices here. You don't have to vote for these two, especially if you don't believe they are beneficial to you. I just want to disrupt the system a little bit to remind you guys that you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. You don't have to buy into the bullshit. Yeah, see, that's one thing that I really enjoyed is like <clears throat> the potential for not him being president, but he was really vying for like we as a fucking human race and it's a trip because you know you say things like that and it gets caught up in like a you speaking like fucking science fiction but it has validity like you know you have to really adjust how we go about life and how we view right. this and how we say that and blah 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 and i was like this nigga is on to some shit it's kind of some you know for lack of a better term everybody calls <clears throat> it out there shit but for what he's saying, it's like every even with the whole black and white thinking thing, it's like you limit how you can attack or even go through life. Like, how can you say, you know, you believe in some great whatever if you're not willing to open your mind to understand the whatever the fuck is out there in this? Like, I would let a nigga like that really kind of tell me what's the out there in this because he has the ability to say so. Like, right. At least he has the brain, the, the mental capacity to be able to try to fathom it as opposed to closing it off, which most average thinkers do. I will go out on a limb and say this or pose this question. I'm not going to say it. I'll pose it as a question. So if, if thinking outside the box and doing something that is completely out of the ordinary is what's necessary to help change the system, how do we then react to other artists and other celebrity figures like, say, a Lil Wayne or a 50 Cent or people like that that have started to endorse Trump for whatever reason. Do we say that they are thinking the same thing or do we say that they have a mindset different than what Condé's thinking? And how do we measure that? I think you definitely have to. There has to be information. You know, if you're going to have a, if you're going to have a standpoint, if you're going to be an artist, if you're going to be somebody who has a platform. You definitely would. I think it would assist to be able to get these views out, like even back to the cube situation, in more than 140 characters, because that's not enough to get the gravity or magnitude of what you're saying. You might be on to something, but I'm only going to see you, you know, like once again with the cube. I'm only going to see the headline cube sides with Trump. Right. So people need to be able to one take a step back and it does not mean that you're condoning somebody's behavior it means that you're giving them space to really kind of cut through the okay what does this mean what is your and then you from that you know that's how any planning works you can kind of okay take that out put that there like i agree with cube's plan of not 
adhering just blind loyalty to the Democrats. I'm also not a huge fan of Trump because I just feel like he's chaos incarnate. But Trump's, you know, ideals and like way of just shaking the fucking table. Cool. I feel like I missed part of the question, but <laughs> no, I was just, I was just, it kind of aligns with it because I'm really just asking how do we view people that for the quote unquote average surface thinker, a lot of the things that these people say and do seems out there. Mm hmm quote-unquote out there but are they really thinking on a deeper level than we are and really we just can't fathom why they're thinking the way that they're thinking so even with trump not to side with trump or say that we are trump supporters here before anybody loses their shit um (laughs) but even some of the ways like you said he can come in and shake the table and do some things that are a little bit out of the ordinary um maybe we are missing some of his uh genius (laughs) I don't think, uh, which I don't think he's a genius at all. I'm just posing the question for conversation's sake. I th- I don't think Trump is a genius, like as far as unique thought. I think Trump is clearly as smart in being able to understand that everybody's not, you know, I mean, we keep using the term deep thinker, but everybody is not going to have a lot of original thought or even if they have them they're not going to go forth where at least the kind is like i'm gonna try it it's an original thought whether it whatever i'm going to literally step out on it yes he's a gajillionaire so he has a little more room right you know he can step out on his thought he doesn't like lose his job so on and so forth but at the end of the day trump understands that and is like i can manipulate he can manipulate the system because it's set up for the bullshit i think with kanye one thing that he talked about and kind of touched on in a way of like like empathy as a currency and kind of even tied into some shit like Zoe said before, like not always using money as the thing that motivates people because it does dumb you down. Like, you know, when I watch like any of these fucking like shows, there's a lot of talk about spirituality and spiritual currency and it sounds like some Wuha Masusashi shit, but that is a thing that kind of allows you to open up your mind and think in non-traditional ways. So, you can do that if you if people are aware and are more open to thinking thinking like right. think critically like don't just yeah just just, yeah, put, just put the period yeah. there it's not a special yeah. type of thinking i know think. i'm 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 putting different categories on things for the sake of conversation but mm-hmm. really that use your fucking brain please just it's it's up here it doesn't it doesn't take much just like use your brain but um so a comment to an, 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 another Carter in the mm-hmm. section that is actually Lovely. using their brain. Thank you for representing us. <laughs> Two out of the three Carters that are being mentioned here today have brains. You happen to be one of them. Thank you. I appreciate you because Mr. Wayne is not doing so. But Lovely. she says maybe they have a strategy that's like playing poker and not showing your hand. We never know why people do the things that make or make plays the way that they do, which is you know, right. Like when you're trying to disrupt a certain system, you have to do things as I've said here before, like you have to think for people. Mm-hmm. So even like when I preface things here on the podcast, just like with me saying, I don't endorse Trump. We're not endorsing Trump before anybody. I'm prefacing things because I'm thinking for people because I know there's certain groups of people that are not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So even with, say, a Kanye, maybe Kanye is making these sort of moves, not thinking for people, but I just want to disrupt shit to force you to have to think. 
like, yes, part of that is my condition. Yes, part of that is the fact that I think on a different level or I think at a, a, a deeper level than most average people may think. But I'm also doing this because I want to shake the table. I want to make you think. I want to force you to use your brain or at least have a conversation with other people. You may not understand it with me, but say you go talk to 10 other people about what I just did. And within that conversation of you 10 people, now a spark happens within this thought. And now you're actually thinking. So that's my strategy, not to make a play right now, but I'm forcing you to think for maybe 10 steps later that you're going to understand in the future. Sometimes I feel like that might be like a David Banner move. Sometimes when I hear Kanye speak, I feel like, which is almost for you know better or worse, I feel like he purely is like, I have a thought and I am in a space where I'm going to get these thoughts off authentically and wherever they land, cool. Now, this is not agreeing with his point of view, but I do agree with the point of views that he says all the time. But I agree with living in a space of you have to get this shit off because I feel like that ties into our issue in general. Like niggas are doing the same thing the same way because of fear of doing something completely different. Right. Who like do it? And that that much I do respect about Kanye and always have, because especially within our community, within the communities of color, that is necessary because we are the ones that have been affected by these systems the most. We've been oppressed by these systems the longest. We've been conditioned by these mindsets the longest, which inherently cause us to oppress ourselves within our own communities. So we are the ones that definitely need to. You know what? This is what I'm thinking. That don't make sense. Fuck that. I'm not going with that. Or that doesn't I'm not and saying it and being okay with saying it and not feeling like you have to look radical, being able to speak things. And it's like, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Or you one of those extra woke hotel type niggas because no, like I'm saying something because this doesn't make sense. And my brain is processing it and it's still not two and two's not adding up. I'm getting 22, but I only have one and one like something's not ha- Something needs to happen. But us being able to feel comfortable talking about it is necessary. We don't make it comfortable for us to even have these conversations and think, quote unquote, out there. Why? Because we have these other systems that we have been conditioned to believe that keep us thinking inside the box. So you need somebody like a Kanye that's going to just spew it out and let you filter it when it enters your eardrums. But and that's one thing where like above all else, the idea of somebody coming and deconstructing systems, I feel like my, you know. That's the best, the biggest takeaway from that for me. Because even what you're saying right there, somebody to call you a hotep, well, then go into, like, the shit doesn't have to stop. Deconstruct why you call him a hotep. Where right. did that come from? You know, and, and you know, obviously on some mental health shit, like, that sounds like what motherfuckers do anyway. Oh, you thought about that. You think that I'm a pussy. I'm depressed. Well, why? Like, where did that thought come from? Like, you need to find the originating source of this. And you might fuck around and find out you've literally built your entire identity or this, at least this particular... Um, opinion on complete bullshit which most of us have the most important symbol that has ever been created in the history of man especially for modern times in my opinion it's not a cross it's not prince's symbol it's not any other type of symbol that you can come up with it's a fucking question mark yeah nothing gets answered more no discoveries have been made more because of that symbol of a question mark because something doesn't make sense so let me figure out why what 
win. The five W's that we also have been taught since we were in elementary school that you have to ask for proper communication or to identify something and analyze it properly. That's the same in every aspect of life. Like you said, within the mental health space, I'm dealing with this condition. Well, why? As a therapist, when you come and speak to me, I'm going to help you figure out why, when, what, where, who, how, all these things you're going to think about. Same thing when it comes to our politics. We talk about systemic oppression. Who, what, when, where, why, how. You talk about the, the, the racial gap when it comes to income and families making money or not making money and racial disparities of, of all types of who, what, when, where, how. We don't ask those questions. The only question we may really ask is what? As in what can this person do for me? Or why? But not why. More so, why are they do? Why do they think like why? No, stop asking those questions. Why are we not? Could be I a mean, different or, way. Or ask them and apply them differently. You apply them shits everywhere else but yourself. And I'll I'll, I'll go on a limb because this is a question that's been kind of radiating in my mind for the last couple of weeks. When it comes to asking these questions with that symbol of a question mark. We won't even shift, like you're saying, how we apply this question, because we have sat here for the better of four or five hundred years or so asking for equality. Why are we begging somebody else for equality as opposed to putting ourselves in that position? Most importantly, if you do that question thing and you start using your Googles and you start digging throughout history and you start figuring things out. You're asking for equality and equal treatment and, and equal recognition from a group of people, not all of them, but a group of people that historically you figured shit out because we taught it to you. So I'm asking for equality from somebody that historically has not been able to think on my level. So going back to Kanye. This would be Kanye having conversations with people you don't think on my level. So I'm asking you to understand me when you don't think on my level. That makes absolutely no sense. So what do I have to do? Shake the table a little bit. I have to do the thinking for you in order for you to understand something that you did not have the ability to understand prior to. Side note, weird tangent thought that also came into my mind this yes. week. I'll present this to you. I wanted to wait. I was going to text this to you, but I wanted to wait till we got here. Planet of the Apes. Mm -hmm. What if Planet of the Apes is really a life-like type situation story that describes how we became oppressed by white people? I can smoke a bag of that. I feel like you could find a lot of parallels. This is my shit. This is my yeah. yeah I know. Yeah. I just I, that's why I yeah. wanted to bring it to you just just to create a weird discussion. Because if you think about it, if you go to Africa, there's not a lot of hairy people in countries of color, mm -hmm. correct? But if you go to European countries, they are extremely hairy people. So maybe there are multiple types of, you know, Neanderthals and Homo sapiens and so maybe they are a type of person that did evolve from. 
monkeys. We are not. We, as Moors and other types of people that circumnavigated the globe long before you, we taught you science, we taught you math, we taught you religion, we taught you hygiene, we taught you all these things, and we made you smarter than we expected you to be, and you flipped it on us, and now we are being controlled by you. That's the same concept of Planet of the Apes. These hairy beings that we made smarter than we expected them to be have now taken control of the earth and we have to adhere to them until we can rise up against them at some point. And even once again, tying into, I don't know, man, like, I love this word, like deconstructing or or re-understanding why you think away. Because even like, not just, once again, not a call to like wanton violence or any fucking shit like that. But like you said, even with like the... um. Like what you just did right now, like thinking back a different viewpoint on how we got here. And I even thought about that shit. Like when Kanye was talking, his his connection to it, I feel like is a little different. He was talking about a lot of his connection to God and how God put this on my heart. Sidebar, I do kind of feel like people use that as a way to like God didn't put that. You did that. Like you're just using God as a like excuse sometimes. But God gave you the ability to have that type of thought and you took it from there. When you were born, God gave you yes, that ability like, and you formulated you the rest from yourself. It's on my heart. Like you, you felt that way. I do feel like with him, he did kind of touch on mental health and he touched on like religion gave him. I feel like logically or how he thinks he might understand like, you know, because I just feel like what he talks about, you can't think about this and not have broke down like how religion works and shit. But I do feel like it is something easy for him to grab onto right. and something to kind of keep like, this is my lifeline when like everything in here kind of gets shaky. So I'm just going to hold this and probably not apply any of my thinking to this particular thing because I just need to hold on to this version of God, so on and so forth. Cause it makes sense. But your team defines you that your, part, your, your Christian team defines you, your Catholic so, team. I mean, Tie it all together, put, put, together. Put, it, put it in the bowl. So, as far as how we think, how these systems, like, you know, have, like, just, you know, have distorted? Not distorted, have described as how we've described ourselves through these systems. Basically, oh, okay. basically how we have self identified because yes. of these systems. And even with the, even with the religious aspect, I was listening earlier to um, one of these like little fucking comic book things I listened to, and he was talking about Batman's relationship to the Joker and how it's always like Batman's main excuse is I don't want to stoop down to his level level to just get rid of this nigga because he's not like any other villain I faced. You know, fucking Penguin, all these other motherfuckers have real, you know, they're criminals, but they have regular motivations. The Joker is chaos incarnate, right. and it would do everybody. It was him and like fucking. Uh, the red hood getting into it like why don't you just kill him for the greater good and batman's always defense is you know i don't want to stoop down to that level i've thought about it and it was like you know if you really think about it like deconstruct that thought there is no reason why you wouldn't do this you're not stooping to their level you're doing this for a whole different set of reasons and i kind of apply that to us and it's not just a call to like fuck them up but why don't you just start your own thing why do you have to you know be in this industry or do it the way you're, you know, granny did this way. It's always been done. We got to get in and then through in the inside. You don't have, you can literally separate, but you're only doing it this way, basically out of fear. Like right. there is no reason not to attack this from a different way. You don't want to stoop. You're not stooping down to the level. You're not doing what you could easily do this a completely different way. There's right. no reason to adhere to this, this level of thought. Somebody else already did that. There's nothing to say that you can't just try some, if it fucks up, you already know that this, fucking bullshit exists not to even go on a deeper level of that so 
sticking with the same the Batman analogy. Whenever you foil these criminals, you send them to jail. You're relying on the justice system to to punish them. Within a lot of cases like that, they're going to kill you anyway. We're going to sentence you to death, most likely, for all the death and carnage that you. So really, all you're doing is speeding up the process and you're putting it. Legal system is trash. It's absolute trash, which that's another thing. If you understand your legal system is trash and all these people that I keep going out and arresting and putting them in your hands, they end up back on the streets for me to do this whole cycle all over again. You're really just as big as a contributor to the chaos as anybody else because you're deciding not to end it. So that's kind of the same thing as it pertains to us as brown people here in this country. Why? Because we have been through this continuous cycle over and over and over again, and we refuse to end it. If you look at history, most of the things within all world history, things have changed over hundreds of years or decades or certain empires have fallen, so on and so forth, because somebody decided, I'm tired of this cycle. Let's end this. Whatever the ending may be, wars have happened because people decided, let's end this cycle and do something completely different. Within the the terminology of America, since America's inception, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not a historian major, but America's system has never been challenged with somebody that was trying to end it. Mm-mm. But why is that? Every other empire in the history of the world has had their empire challenged, thwarted and dismantled for the rising of a new empire at some point in time. But what is it about us here in America to where we decide that we don't want to challenge America's empire to reconstruct it into something different? I feel like people fear and don't understand why they fear actual like change. Like there is a responsibility to build this new empire there, but there is a fear of, and I don't even know if it's, if it's always just the fear of what they going to do if we decide to whatever, but it also is feel like it's a fear of the unknown and not understanding that these kind of thoughts were ingrained in you, you know, turn the other cheek and all that other type mm. of shit. Like you're, it's somehow, even when you watch like movies and it's like, this person did a terrible thing. You killed my parent. Don't kill them. You'll stoop to their level. No, the fuck you won't. You killed my mom. Fucker. I'm going to blow you a movie over. But these types of things are consistently ingrained to keep you docile. Yeah. Like, you know, it sounds like, you know, all these like, fuck, the system is made to, but the motherfuckers be having a point. They just yell too much. Right. Like I was like, I'm listening to this book. Uh, it's called Transcend. It's about, you know, it's a mental health book and getting better, but he does this study about even talking about um, education and how certain mindsets, you know, certain skill sets are necessary, but they dumb you down. Like, you know, you're good. What you what you need in the classroom might not really fucking like, you know, little Rodney is not dumb, but he doesn't need the Pythagorean theorem. He needs to know how to get from fucking this block to this block without getting fucking robbed or killed. Right. And and those skill sets are necessary. And that's how his mind works. But you would know that if you weren't like trying. He's not just a shit person. You need to deconstruct and understand how his mind works and how also this system of education is really bullshit. Right. Like it's not really necessary. Like it's just a arbitrary set of rules that people put out there. And even what Kanye said, he's like even money, like money is literally just shit. Somebody woke up and was like, we should use money. 
motherfuckers were just tra- you have a you can do a thing i can do a thing we can either trade for, i can do this thing for you that you can't do or we can just do a thing together and then shit gets better but motherfuckers like we need to get the bag and it's like the bag is kind of imaginary like the bag doesn't really exist at all but if you said that what the fuck you mean like once again just every this gunplay talked about voting for trump because of he giving he giving back to the hood why would you even remotely think that that's a viable thing to think think about? He's, he can throw all the money that he wants at, at the hood, but if he's putting crazy fucking Christian bitch as a Supreme Court, you can you all you niggas can be millionaires. You'll be in jail by next month, right? For for jaywalking, they'll be like niggas jaywalk, and like you need to. It's not even resources. Yeah, like I'm not changing the mindset. I don't want you to change your mindset. I want you to take this money, blow it off, and give it right back to us. And I'm not, you know, and I'll, you know, give some smoke to niggas who say these types of things like, oh, these systems bullshit about white man, which is fine. But if you use that information, have that information and just yell it, but don't use it, you're not really helping either. But the idea that, yes, man, you need to take these thoughts and challenge all this shit like that. Uh, lean into it. The, lean in lean with into everything. It. Challenge it all. Because even for, for us on the opposite side of the spectrum that understand these systems are bullshit. And I can even challenge us, which is a little bit different because part of us going You're against right, the system. Money. Yes, shit oh. is crazy. Oh. America itself was built on a full-blown rebellion. Most definitely. Yes. Yes. So part of our rebellion here on the podcast is talking and having these conversations and putting it out there in the air. It's going to touch and resonate with certain people, but we are shaking the table here to create a different type of conversation. So everybody can do something to contribute to the change, correct? But for a lot of people, if you understand that the system's bullshit and it was designed to this, 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 if you understand that, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. As I've said, probably the last three or four episodes in a row, what are you doing? If you have the understanding of it now, what are you doing action wise? Because screaming at the void isn't helping you at all. At least we're screaming at a void that leads to other eardrums. And it can create a conversation and we create a safe space for people to talk about it and bring it up, which is necessary within our community. But if you're just screaming at people with no intent other than to yell and be rebellious, okay, that's great. But what are you doing to speak up against said system that you feel like is bullshit? Again, that goes back to what I'm saying. America has never been challenged. So if we have all these people that understand these systems are bullshit, have been bullshit, and they're put in a place to oppress us. Why are we not challenging the system more? Why do we not not challenge it as in let's all vote for Biden to get (laughs) Trump out of office? No, 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 no. That's not the challenge because there's other people on the ballot. There's a Green Party. That's the same dynamic on the ballot. It's it's a white guy and a white female vice president. And all of their morals kind of align with what you guys want. But you don't even know they exist. Why? Because you're screaming at the void. Or you do know they exist. But whatever that thing in the back of your brain that goes, this will never be. Well, why? Why not? Like, why is that not a thing? Why do you not? And, you know, if I told my my granny or my brother, my homeboys, they'd laugh. Okay, well, why are you so against sitting down with them? And let's run this idea back. Why do you think this is a waste of time? Why do you think this? Why do you even think this would work in the first place? My thing is like, like to do what to do what DC is talking about. I feel like you always. This is ties into like me. You always look at you. Like if you motherfuckers are not sitting there deconstructing why you think a thing is a thing, as opposed to that's just how it is. That's how I. That's how 
if it if it comes from that's how I grew up, that's what I was taught, that's whatever. If it's if it's if it, if it's built from a place that it makes you comfortable, I think like this because when I'm done thinking like this, it makes me feel better. Unthink it immediately. Challenge that shit. I mean, not to always go hard on religion, but niggas, that's where you have your. This is my safe space. Well, why is that a safe space? If it's so safe, then you should be able to challenge that idea right. and still hold its validity as safe. Jesus would still be able to stand on his own too once you deconstruct where this relation, where this religion came from, who gave it to you. Whoop, 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 whoop. Niggas ain't shit. Okay, well then you should be able to deconstruct it all the way down to the fine print of like systemic issues that have happened to black people and black women and black men and it should still stand at the end of all of these details and variables once you deconstruct it if niggas still ain't shit at the end of that if you can look at all that shit and go it's still niggas fault the niggas really aren't shit same thing for bitches and whatever and hoes and niggas and whatever the fuck you hate or like if it's that great or that shitty it should be able to weather the storm of you giving it actual critical thought but if you sit back and think like i don't want to do that then you somehow know that your shit is built on bullshit anyways you're just afraid. You're afraid of the actual truth. And and I think that's part of the problem within our community, which I dislike, but I challenge us because of that. We are afraid of what happens when we actually lean into the actual truth of things. We'll talk about it. We'll theorize it. We'll get mad and use it as a way to, oh, the system will do all those things to speak up against it. But we don't actually want to challenge it and make the truth come to light because we are actually afraid of the truth. Get a whole lot of like, it's cracking motherfuckers at the barbershop. Okay, well, what you fence to do? But what are you fence to do? What are you going to do to challenge that? And shout out to DIT in the comments. She said, right, people want it to change, but do not, but not too much. They want the American dream. Which was a which fucking is, fantasy from the start. Hence the dream. The American dream is a dream. It's not real. It's certainly not real for everybody. That it right never there, has been. That right there is a deconstructed thought. They gave you nothing else. I've said this a thousand times. They gave you nothing else. They would give you a, a, a dream that really attaches to you. Like, why would you not just... None of that. None of it. The white picket fence... Two and a half, two point five children and a dog and apple pie in the window. We don't eat apple pie. What black family have you known looking for picket fence around their yard? Like the whole concept of the American dream has never even fitted something that we identify with. Why are you looking for it? Why not challenge it and say, this is something that we need to break away from. This is something that we need to go ahead and challenge challenge your system challenge yourself challenge your community challenge yourself within your your family as far as voting right now if you haven't voted look at the real ballot just do some research and challenge yourself to do something outside of what you have been conditioned to believe shit over vote me and dc for co-presidency like you can write it in yeah they had like you know they had the double kings in sparta like you could just fuck that we're gonna just knock all this shit over whatever it is if you want to write me and tj in i don't care who's president and who's vice president it doesn't even matter just a dope ass presidency that would would be that would be wonderful just a dope ass presidency 
2020. If not 2020, we'll take 2024. We'll still be around. So we just can, a dope ass presidency. Fuck it. We can take 2021. Who said these motherfuckers got to be here four years? If you flip this shit all the way to right. fuck over. That's a whole new system. Nobody said we got to wait four years because we can pull a motherfucker out the White House right now. If you really, if you really if want to do that. If your supervisor is fucking up six months in, they'd give you a new supervisor. You'll just let a motherfucker fuck your fucking company up for four years. You know we have to keep it for four years. See y'all on Saturday. So with that. We love you here at Just a Dope Ass Podcast. Challenge your thoughts, challenge your beliefs. We'll see you guys on Saturday. Have a blessed, wonderful, prosperous Thursday night. Have a nightcap. Let this marinate in your brain and go do something about it. Peace.